What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 53. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Macro. Joining me today, two travelers of time and tacos, Dave Grimma. That's me. And Dave Colonna. I would love to travel tacos with you right now. How great are taco time travels? Can we just talk about tacos for the whole episode? Go on. What's Soft the best shell, shell, hard shell? Fish, Fish taco. Fish no. taco. Mainly Fish taco's because the best taco. that's the only kind of taco I have anymore. That's true. So you're telling me a little old-fashioned ground beef, some fish cheese. Taco. <sighs> you don't feel like garbage after a fish taco. It's just not a thing. Well, that's the, a great way to feel. Well, it depends not on the like fish garbage. and how garbage they might be. No. Well, the ground beef is almost a guaranteed path to oh, I'm going to have liquid diarrhea <laughs> Just all now. over the place. Well, we're talking about liquid diarrhea because we played Crossing Souls today. It's definitely related. <laughs> Actually, I don't. Well, I guess we'll we'll find out in the conversation. But before we get there, let's check in with the old Hickories. It's a nickname. <laughs> that's great. That's our new. I'm, that's like, thing. I'm Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, who was not a very nice person. The more I read about him, how much yeah. more did you learn about American history after you became interested in Hamilton? I just want to know. No, what this the is spike. from having was there to a... teach eighth grade history again, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. I remember all these things. But Hamilton did teach me some things. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Dave, how's your knee in pain? Oh, let me tell you. Let We're me gonna tell go right you into about it. how, about how I, as of Saturday night, I now have constant dull but sometimes sharp pain through my leg. So we bring this up. Yeah. So if Dave at some point during the podcast just shouts out mm. in pain, this is why. Maybe we'll. Be and it, every once but... in a while, it feels like somebody has a voodoo doll of of me, and they're just <laughs> stabbing me in the leg. Added bonus. Particularly in the knee. If you can count how many times Dave felt the pain and you noticed it, let us know after this <laughs> episode. Let us know in the Facebook comments and we'll tell you if you're right. If it's how bad it is, because if it's really bad, we might have to like take it out of Dave's like weeping openly. I, I think it's good content. Oh, yeah. But fun on fun a brighter show. note. On a brighter note, I just watched Thor Ragnarok for the oh, first time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is like the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. Isn't it perfection? It's great. End to end. Yes. It starts great. It starts great. We're, Jen and I were talking about how it's like there's so little plot in that movie. It's true. That they have a lot of time to have fun with the characters. Right. I love movies without any plot. No, I think it, for what it was, <laughs> like as a, like as a as a jokey kind of movie, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know. And they also move the character forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. It's great. It's great. See, I feel you, like you feel differently. I see your face. You're did like, you watch this movie, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen a superhero movie since. Oh, Iron oh Man, you can't talk about I it think. then. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's been so many now. I feel like it's kind of like Kingdom Hearts. Like, I feel like so much has happened. I can't oh. possibly catch up. No, you can watch. I saw I would... Thor, actually. I did see mm-hmm. Thor. Jen and but... I were saying that I think of all the uh, Marvel movies we've seen, which we haven't seen all of them. The, the Thor ones have been our favorites. Mm-hmm. I don't remember liking. I just like that mug scene, which I think we've made reference to like five times. <laughs> Another smash, smash, yeah. just good. Well, I'm glad you know. liked it. Yeah, I'm glad Dave liked something. That's really the big yeah. story <laughs> today. That's the podcast's core like reason. Let's find something <laughs> that Dave the, likes. That's the um the mission statement. Yeah, <laughs> we're finding stuff that Dave this likes. Is, this is really only about Dave. <laughs> But, uh, Daniel, anything you like? How's your life? I want to use part of my personal time to wish Dave a happy birthday. I know oh, yeah, he doesn't like to make 
a big deal, but I really like that you're spending your birthday with us. Yeah. And not like, I don't know, your family. I almost feel (laughs) overwhelmed by it. It's like, this is what he's choosing to do with his birthday. We have to make it. This has to be a good episode. We're recording this and he'll be like, this was my birthday and it was was the worst episode I've ever recorded of anything. Although I'll say this controversial opinion, birthdays, sneaky overrated. Sneaky overrated. I feel like a once little too you much turn pressure. Eighteen or twenty-one, it's like who cares anymore? No, even that, like sneaky overrated. Like those are cool those are milestones. Like, those are the milestones. Like once you're past like ten, who cares? Yeah, seriously, you ten-year-olds. <laughs> and the weird message is like, oh, you did it. Good luck again. Good luck. You didn't die. You didn't die this year. <laughs> Let's see how you do again this time really, next year. Really, the first ten, there are birthday parties because it's parents celebrating that they, that they. Kept their kid alive that right. time. I always kind of see like, it as we did it. At least we have like, <laughs> we have. What are we gonna do that day? Oh, well, at least we could throw a party. Yeah, the pressure about that—that's the pressure I'm feeling more in my adulthood. Is like I have to gather my friends, right? It's too much. Don't do it's it. It's too much. It's too much. Eh. Too much. Do you have times where you forget how old you are now? No, I, yeah. I just I forgot. I'm constantly yeah. thinking about my my mortality. So. I always I, have it like in a branch. It's like it's I, one of these years. I feel like I lost track after like 27 like 28 29 i was like 27 i've i've definitely people have asked me and i've said older numbers before whoa that's a lot i never got my birthday wrong no (laughs) just it takes me a moment but the fact that you don't know how old you are might be another sign things that are on the downturn Eh. We're well, gonna die someday. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? Happy birthday, Dave. I'm really glad that we're here and doing this happy thing with positivity yeah. and growth in mind. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've been playing lots of video games. Wouldn't you guys like to hear about that? I would well? love to. Tell us about yeah, the one sure, you like the, the most. Dark Souls Three. What the hell? Yeah. What good. the hell? What Even, I'm playing to? it on my Twitch. Hashtag. Go check my Twitch out. Dano Mac. Uh, Dano Mac, uh, and, and and please give me attention. Um. Huh? See, Dark Souls 3 is murder. It's pretty <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not the hardest game of the series. I know there's harder ones, but um, the dancer, the boss, the dancer, I could not that's towards get past. The end. Oh, you're, is, like, just, you're like towards the I end. I just killed the champion. The champion. Which is the one before you go back in time in the Firelink Shrine. Spoilers. Mm. Oh, so yeah, uh, Bloodborne. Spoilers might for the super old game. Spoilers for super old game that the plot isn't exactly the most important part. But yeah, fun game. I'm trying to think, yeah, you're close to the end, I think. I am. That's what people are telling me. Dan's going to beat a game. I'm going to beat a game, and people are going to see it. I beat this game, by the way, also worth noting in the personal note. Oh, that's true. I I had (laughs) extra time to beat it, (laughs) but I beat it. I actually like to take credit myself because I, during the E3 podcast, called you out. And then you didn't yeah. disappoint me. You know, I, I love that you've realized that I react well to just public shaming. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Gonna be on it. <laughs> but that's about it, man. Just well, what kind of and... build do you got? I, no, I oh, apologize. strength, dexterity, vitality, endurance. I'm, a, I'm Everything? like a <laughs> pretty even, but the strength is higher. You're going, but you're not doing like magics and stuff like no, that. No, I was thinking maybe I would, if I ever played it again, I would try. I'm sure I'm not the only person to be like, oh, play a mage the second time through, but is, it's totally it's different. just me or, or I feel I never hear anyone who does like a magic build. It's really good. Are they like really like, like really not developed at all? No, they're OP is what it is. Like they were weak for a you long gotta, time, yeah. but then towards the end of the game, they're OP. 
basically overpowered oh, for really? uh that, that's for the layman's for, terms for you there dave but, i think um, for most people it's like are you a dex build or a strike build what's i don't up? understand <laughs> what's up doc <laughs> yeah oh boy but that's what that's what i'm getting the gist are of like you pre-op a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's thinking about his future now he's so worried about his leg yeah like my like sciatica back. leg back butt problem <laughs> It's great. It's great. It's a, it's, it's another sign to get older radiating now. Radiating pain from your thigh down to your ankle. It's great. I don't want to make any jump statements, but given the tone and also this game's underlying subject, this is going to be a very positive and happy episode. Oh, uh, we're going to be chipper tonight. <laughs> I have a feeling. So Dark Souls three. Anything else? Go Dark Souls three. Uh, somebody asked me how Emery and I were doing at the same time, and I was like, pretty good. We're still we're still dating. Like while she was next to me, and it was a good moment. So I had that was my like personal proud moment. Nice. That was funny. You're not broken up with your fiance. No, but it was funny because yeah. like he was not expecting me to say this. He was like, "How's things like in general?" But I was like, "Oh, you know, we're not broken up yet." Gotta <laughs> <laughs> go. The worst hasn't occurred. Yeah. Streaming hasn't re- ruined our relationship. No, <laughs> but Ron dared me to stream. Like, actually, Ron didn't dare me. Ron said. Oh yeah, play that game and also stream it. And I wasn't planning on streaming last night. I streamed for four oh, hours and forty-five minutes. Yeah, last oh, night. Oh, I saw he your just, tweet. Yeah, he pushed me over the edge that I was clearly standing on already. So I have well, to. Ron manage. can do that. He's a, he's an upstanding he's, gentleman. He just got right in there. Shout out to Ron. Shout out to Ron. Hmm. Made our faces. He did make our faces. That's true. <laughs> Which we I think is a huge upgrade. I put before, that picture on everything. Yeah. Before then. <laughs> No face. No face. <laughs> We've never had a face before. Before I met you guys, you didn't exist. And before Ron Drew, we had no faces. Uh, well, speaking of so, faces. Mark, I'm going to kick it over to you. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, we're not gonna... No, we do that thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we do it after I ask him no. to explicitly say how he is. <laughs> and then it's like, anyway, main topic. Main no. topic. There. Um, <laughs> I finished Evil Within 2. Wow. Uh, it was good. I liked it. I thought the ending. Within how long? Two, three hours? No, it was like I think my clock was fourteen. Was it hours. without good? Was it was I thought the ending and the beginning are definitely the worst parts of that game, which are funny. But those are those are, those are hard parts parts to have to slog through. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it, it, it's like, like it's just the exposition. Like really slow. Yeah, it was just like it gets throughout. away from what's fun with that, which is the the kind of going around and it's this big like compared to the first one these big open maps and you're you're skulking around but the one thing i was thinking about why i think i enjoyed it and it kind of undercuts that i remember last time i was talking about it's like the spookies and i was like i don't like playing the spookies but i make myself play the spookies the checkpoints yeah, you're saying that you think it makes you a better person or something i don't know what but yeah, like more <laughs> high ground like crazy i i noticed i wasn't as freaked out to play this and the reason I think it was because the checkpoint system is so forgiving. Like basically every time you're about to get into an encounter, it was like, it saves. So, so if you die, it's like, okay, you just start at the beginning of that fight again. So when things spook you out in video games, you're actually does, most does upset for progress. Does it show you the checkpoint? Is it like, show is like there it? like a visible, like saving? Or yeah. is it uncharted? Thing. There's oh, a yeah. slight. So like they told you basically some, Something's about to go down. Basically. so the, They, like, prepped you with a symbol every time. And they make sure it's early enough that it's Pavlovian like, response of courage. Yeah. And it's like, they, they make it early enough that it's, it's if you did want to back out, you can. So it's just like, you're about to go into this room, screen shutter, saving. I'm like, okay, something's about to go down. And then it happens. And yes. I appreciated it because, like, I never felt like... You don't think it uh, ruined the scary? I wonder well, if you could shut that off. 
Uh, I don't know. Hard that would be kind of no that'd be kind of cool. I don't know like, if this don't game show has a me mode like that. But like that was the one thing I was kind of thinking about. It's like I I appreciate it because it never made me feel like oh, I just lost so much time. But at the same time, like old school games like Resident Evil, like that was kind of part of the tension. It was like I haven't mm. saved in so long. If I die now, this, like even with Dark Souls, like getting oh, really man. far from like those a, a ink bonfire. ribbons. Yeah, like so I think there is a level to that that it just kind of misses. But I don't know, maybe that might just be the 21st century, you know, way it is now. It's like, if it didn't have that, it would be more of an outrage. Question. I don't really remember that well. It's been a long time since I played a Resident Evil. Are the chests magic? Can you, like, retrieve anything that you put in any chest? Yes. From every other chest? From every other chest. Still. Okay. Still true. Still true. I couldn't couldn't remember if that was the case or not, because I... I think when I first played it, I didn't know that, so I was always carrying my ink ribbons with me. Oh my god, how brutal but, would that be if it if that didn't happen and you had to then transport everything from each chest? Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be brutal. Do you want I mean, to know how naive I was with Resident Evil's ink ribbons? Oh boy. When I played another game that had like regular saves, I remember thinking, how come they couldn't figure this out for Resident Evil? Why? Why? <laughs> I, why was, didn't they have the technology? Like. I was legitimately thinking. I was legitimately thinking they didn't figure it out. I realized it was a game mechanic. I thought, well, I was no, I wasn't thinking about. This is game like mechanics. when you thought like, when you played Mario back in the day that other oh people were playing. It's Why wouldn't totally... they pick Mario? <laughs> Why wouldn't they pick the best character? He can just jump on everything else. Seriously. But imagine in that world where another Mario shows up, it's like, oh. Did you think no. like they were playing as Mario, but like? Somehow yeah. on yes. your screen they were a Goomba. Yep. Okay. I thought I was just a hero, and I, on their screen I was a Goomba, but I was like a Goomba that was wrecking. <laughs> <laughs> and I also thought the ink ribbons Weird. were design uh, yeah. flaw that they didn't understand how things worked. There was in an actual computers. ink ribbon inside. But they were like, "Well, we got to use the ink ribbon method because we can't. We have to ship this game, and it's not going to work otherwise." It, it's like when people. It's like when people get on my case about chrono and i'm like saying because they're like people oh, get on your case is, about chrono is, on the regular but like, yeah, like you know about the h and the lack of an h in his name being different from the title i oh. was like because they because they only had five characters yeah that's a names. legit thing oh that right? makes sense like it, it probably would have had an h yeah. or maybe it, they just made it look more like a name i literally I didn't ever even think about that until it's funny because it as a it's web like, developer, oh, yeah. sometimes, and I know I do this, maybe Dave doesn't, but sometimes like they'll be like, oh, can we automatically shorten the text at like 17 words in three spaces? And I know personally, sometimes I'm like, no, just curate the text. Curate write it yourself. Text, bro. That's what you got to do. But like back in the day, they're probably like, look, we can't, if we do six, the whole uh, this whole text box is just going to blow out of proportion. <laughs> Tell me so, about it. No. To- totally. Do five letters, C-R-O-N-O. <laughs> People can stop getting on Dave's case about it. <laughs> Seriously, if you're one of those people getting on Dave's case, stop tweeting him, right? at Don't him. Don't call her Marl. It's Marley. They didn't have a Y or an I to use. It's five letters. <laughs> uh, the other quick thing, just real quick. Um, I read um, a, a book that I thought was very stop good. Stop it. Significant Zero by Walt Williams. He was he worked for 2K and he was oh, okay. one of the prominent writers of also known as Took. Took, if you will. <laughs> uh, he did In some stuff industry. for Bioshock and he was his big thing was he wrote Spec Ops the Line, which I think is possibly one of the most underrated games of all time. Spec Ops the mm-hmm. Line the game? The Spec Ops the Line the game. 
And it was just a really interesting look at like what it is to be a writer in the video game industry. Like mm-hmm. how so much of it is not like crafting the story. It's just filling the war and the world with like things yeah. and text and how miserable it really was. But it was like a really, really interesting book, especially about like microtransactions and just the development process and a lot of things. You're talking just, about filling the world with stuff, you're saying? Like, like with map lore design? and things like, no, like like oh. all the text that thinks that they're item descriptions, NPC mm. dialogue, where you have to write 500 possible mm. things for one scenario and it's randomized. Mm. Like just all these things you, 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 you know are there, but you don't really think about like how long that actually takes to do. Sure. And like, is it good? And... It was just, it was a really interesting book. So if you're looking for another good gaming book, I would highly recommend. When maybe I won't highly recommend. It's the night's game. (laughs) What's the name of the game? Just the book? Oh, Significant Zero by Walt Williams. Okay. It's very good. Anyway. So go on to your segue. Sorry. Segue now. Crossing. So we're crossing over to the game. Uh Crossing. Uh Uh, Before we get into it, as a warning to the listener, this is a spoilerful podcast. We will be spoiling this game. I have now made a post-it on my desk that says spoiler alert because we keep forgetting to say that. Hey, spoils a common listener. I, I will say we've avoided any ridicule from that. Somehow, some way. Somehow. I, it only takes once, and I don't want to be on the end of that. But yes. Okay. Okay, you are now in spoiler territory. Chris yep. dies in the end. Oh, my God. He does. Okay. <laughs> he super does. I hope this isn't Chris's blood. Oh, it was. All <laughs> over the place. But before we get there, let's kick it over to Dan first. I don't, I don't even know how I knew that because I don't know anything about this game. But what's, what's this game? It's, Crossing is game? Souls is a game that it takes place in 1986, California. A group of friends discover a mysterious pink stone that allows travel between two realms. The gang will live the summer of their lives. Oof. Oof. Just knowing how that. Sorry. The summer <laughs> of their lives in an adventure that will get them involved in a government conspiracy. Control five kids with special skills while fighting and solving puzzles. Uh, this game is very positively reviewed. It was reviewed positively recently and all the time. Um, Four Addict developed it. Devolver Digital. Shout out to the best E3 conference. Oh my god! You published both it. Of you, I can't. Did no, you I watch saw, it? I saw no. it. I Did watched you watch it. it? It was incredible. Did they show? Games? It was the best. They one. showed three games. Are they all? If not good? four, because I thought one of them was fake. So maybe four. I'll check it out. And one oh. of them is like a remake that was from from software. Yeah. Anyway. One of. Yeah. Don't. Why would you actually? And respond that was one of the Met games. <laughs> it's a mech yeah he's right he was right there are a lot of mech games in right. anyway as you're talking look at it up. this game's got some genres the popular user defined text for this product are adventure kids. action oh. indie close kids indie pixel kids. graphics and 1980s which oh. Ooh, I, I wonder I if there be. are what other games would come up with that tag 1980s I let's could check it one. out no, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> oh, Retro City Rampage, and that's it. No, Mega Man, Hotline Miami 2. It's also like an aesthetic, so, you know. Yeah, I think it's an Anyway, but Slipstream. Dave, cool. cut through this this PR spin. All right. I need to tell you about this game. All right. So you play as five best friends. Chris, blue-haired bat-wielding boy. Matt, smart gun-wielding nerd. Charlie, charming tomboy who is clearly the love interest of Chris. Big Joe, heavy mama's boy, who is like a big brother to Charlie, heavy and Kevin, boy. actual younger brother of Chris. <laughs> right. That Kevin discovers 
Yeah. Kevin discovers a dead body holding the duat, which is which is the stone that allows you to merge planes and communicate with the dead. However, at the expense of absorbing some life force from the from the wielder. Somehow, plot device, Matt figures out a way to avoid stealing life force by using a gamma bar. Right? Whatever that is. Totes. Right? It's got bar with gamma. Bar of gamma. Yeah. <laughs> you then go on. Yeah, nobody else can figure this out. This bad guy, Major Oros, has a whole army trying to figure out how to use Duat save, safely. This, like, 14-year-old boy is like, I got it, Gamma Bar. I got one in school, you know? He's clearly a, a, a genius. Wait, we're cutting through Dave's excellent summary. Please continue, Dave. I'm, I'm peppering it. But anyway, Major Oros is planning on using the sto- stone to start a one-day war with an army of the dead, and you spend the game battling his forces platforming and solving puzzles to save your town and the world that's pretty much the game i would say that's a pretty good synopsis it's pretty good so let's start i think of the most obvious place so a tag that dan listed the thing i want to know the most is so this game is very 1980s inspired inspired yeah we played saturday morning rpg many moons ago which i know oh, yes. infamously went down as one of the most disliked games on this podcast i didn't think it was that bad but was as terrible. i was playing this game scratch and sniff he wants to redeem well wants... my question for you guys really is did you feel old because this game is filled with references this game is it's in a lot of ways i feel like cut and paste of a lot of different like if that game if saturday morning or pitchy was trying to be an homage to the the feel of cartoons in the morning when you were in the 80s these short little episodes this was movies in the 80s and trying Mm -hmm. to take different pieces of them to create their own movie did you guys feel similarly to that where you felt like this was just pandering and unnecessary Mm. did not bother me one bit Hmm. go on not not all of it bothered me except for the delorean well, that's a very touchy subject for you. It didn't bother me because I was like, oh, how I dare was... they besmirch the car of the Back to the Future. <laughs> it was more like this whole the section. was there. It was cute, but this whole, that whole yeah. section of the game made zero sense to me. Completely yeah. unnecessary. But uh, let me go back to you, Dave, because you say it doesn't bother <laughs> you, mean, you. But did you feel yeah. like it, it was interesting or it just wasn't like insulting? Like, I you, think mm-hmm. it... it didn't hide the fact that it was going to be doing that from the beginning, and I was amused by it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely... The only one that, like I said, the only one that took me out of the experience was the DeLorean, and because mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't it was even, like, an attempt to... Out of nowhere, to... they were just like, you need to time travel to, to get across this puzzle. Yeah. And that whole part of the game, too, was annoying, so maybe that's why I negatively associate it, but... The references, just to stick to that, I, I didn't think too much about them. I, I like the Turtles one that I ran into, uh, you know. It, in Super Mario, in, in Saturday Morning RPG, part of the problem would would have, for me would have been that, that all the attacks were homages to and references to other games. So you were, like, hit with the same one, like, a hundred times. Like, mm. every time I do this attack, I have to see Optimus Prime hit this guy. Mm. I don't want to deal with that. So it was the frequency if, as opposed yeah. to the content. Yes. Mm. The, the the act of being beaten over the head with it. Yeah. Versus it being I in the game it. and then you're done. 
So you yeah. think if it wasn't an RPG turn-based kind of attack and it was more like this where you were running around those worlds and just hacking slashing? I mean, that'd be like Kingdom Hearts then, right? Yep. That's one way to look at it. Interesting. That's not the way... Because for me, when I was playing it, that was the immediately the first thing. I'm like, oh my god, the guys are going to hate it because it's doing the same things. It's just really, in so many ways, like just copying and pasting these different things. Like the five friends have that kind of Goonies vibe where it's this mm-hmm. band of friends, you know, mm-hmm. E.T., Stand By Me, Ghostbusters, yeah. uh, Indiana Jones. Like it's, it's just there. It's just all these different, I mean, it has a story, but it mm-hmm. really felt for me just taking these little chunks. So m- my whole thing was, I guess for the whole vibe of it, I think it was successful, but then it just made me kind of question for these type of games that are trying to kind of go for a very direct feel of a very certain decade and tone. Mm-hmm. If they're not doing anything interesting with it and they're just replicating it, is that enough to be interesting? Like, I don't think they were trying to reinvent like that genre or anything like that. It was really like kind of trying to make you feel the things you felt during those movies. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if at this at a certain point I was just kind of, I think I was interested in the beginning, but as it went on, I got disappointed by it because there was nothing happening that I thought was interesting. In the story in general, you mean, or I mean, Oh, go, go. I was going to say, I would say I, with the storyline, like as we were obviously spoiler, blah, 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 blah. Right. (laughs) But like the fact that they had the courage to start killing off the kids, Mm. you know, to tell the story and then find out what it made me vested in finding out what happened. Mm. It's like, when in one of the things that makes Game of Thrones interesting is that like they're gonna act characters, right? You don't. Right? No one is sacred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, so what once you, you start doing that, it's like storytelling becomes more interesting. Yeah. It just happens. What do you think about that, Dan? Was it? Were you okay with this idea that it was like that was enough difference to the type of game it was, or were you looking for something different, or were you totally fine with just being this is an eighties movie? Oh well, I liked the I liked the fact that it played to the strengths of those movies, like mm. the five kids. It was like Stranger Things; they're on an adventure. They've got the BMX bikes, and they're obviously a ragtag group of kids. And I I think their characters were developed in a way that made it feel like it wasn't just a reference fest. Mm. Mm. See, like I feel I'm glad you brought up Stranger Things because that was a, a big thing I thought of, and I think Stranger Things is a really successful because it does it it tells a unique and interesting. Well, I don't want to say super unique, but like a story that is its own and mm-hmm. feels like it is a timepiece, but doesn't knock you over the head with it. Where mm-hmm. this game, I felt like it's interesting as we kind of compare now, because like I think I felt more with this game than you guys with Saturday morning RPG, whereas like I don't see a purpose for these things. Like, And I think it also has to kind of do with the tone where for me, Saturday morning RPG was so jokey and silly I made sense yeah, for me. The gameplay wasn't fun, and I couldn't excuse it. I, mean, I guess taking outside the gameplay, like <laughs> I was forgiving all the references there because it was so it leaned so hard into them. But with this mm-hmm. tonally, I thought it was just kind of all over the place. Like Dave, you mentioned when like they start axing the kids. Like when Big Joe dies, that was like that was a tough. Like that it was, was a rough. real scene. Yeah, there. But then there's yeah. like the poltergeist girl and her dad. No, I bear the house and the the burial uh, ground. It's just, I felt like I never had a good, and I guess maybe that was the thing. It's like, that was the way to kind of mix it up where it didn't, 
Because when you think of all those 80s movies, there is characters. You're not going to axe a main character. But in this, they did. But I think mm-hmm. that kind of works with the mechanics. I don't know. Well, so, yeah. We're so see. just to... The, I feel I feel part of what you felt when it comes to the, the references and how you thought they were kind of like a negative touch of points. Because it seems like the death of Big Joe, which mm-hmm. was pretty tragic. It was so pretty it, tragic. It showed you they kind of knew what they were doing story-wise. Like, they were like, this is... They're real characters. Yes, mm-hmm. there's references everywhere. Yeah, there's magic everywhere. But like the Duat Stone's not a re- resuscitation tool ever. Like you kind of have. I had that thought in the back of my head the whole time. I was like, they're, they're gonna, gonna use it to reverse. Like they're gonna get Kevin back. They're gonna bring all yeah. the kids back. Like, they're just mm-hmm. gonna undo Doesn't all the damage happen. and give them their lives back with the Duat. And the way that goes is not. So no. so. Fitzy. Yeah, and, and even on, yeah, not to cut you off, but like even that point after, so when Kevin dies and there's that scene mm. of Chris just in his room, like like the crying scene and everything, and his that was so real. That yeah, night, all of that, the and whole just thing. leaving for his brother. I never felt like I had a good sense of what, like I, I guess to kind of even contradict myself now that I think about it, it's like that was one element definitely. Is like this doesn't feel like every eighties movie, but then. Mm. I'm sorry, Dan, what were you going to say before? So I guess what I was going to say is sort of in the light of what you're saying is that this game definitely stood on its own. Mm. It had its own things, like the death of Kevin Mm -hmm. and and the way those scenes all went. They were real. The times I got, I don't want to say disappointed, but, oh, they're doing exactly Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters 2. They could have probably gotten away. If they wanted to reference it, I think it would have been totally awesome. I don't Mm. mind that fight. I think it would have been equally as fun if they did, like, here's sort of Vigo in the house. Mm-hmm. The boss fights a ghost, but it's different. You know what different. I thought was funny about the Vigo fight is it felt like the fight with Ganon. Yeah. In, in mm-hmm. That's Ocarina a good point time, because you go between three the... paintings. Yeah. Interesting. So I felt like not only were they referencing, um, you know, Ghostbusters 2, they were yeah. also referencing a, a particular fight in ocarina of time yeah i didn't realize mm-hmm. that so yeah and even like the the librarian fight which is that that was ghostbusters 2 then it was ghostbusters 1 i was just like okay so they're just doing ghostbusters now but that was a little different i will say because i didn't well, think i mean there was a haunted librarian but it wasn't the same scene like where yeah, I, I think it's definitely out. a callback though oh that was what, a callback that was more of a tasteful callback i think but it definitely had its moments where it was like this is definitely this movie that we're referencing. Mm-hmm. And that's when mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. you guys did this other thing that was totally strong. And those aren't discredited, but they, they see. And then it makes me focus. think it, it makes me almost wonder. I think for me, I wonder if they kind of cut themselves like below the knee just by doing No offense, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> um, like <laughs> too soon. <laughs> sorry. Like if they kind of uh, like, delegitimize themselves by un, like those scenes that with these characters that are legitimately interesting and heartfelt but then you're fighting Vigo and then you're it's you know you feel like they could have just used their own unique characters and, and actually spent yeah. more time developing them yeah because they hit like there are the sure. tentpole things when you think about like you know the friends and we're gonna and, like, stick Wade together and all those other people and, which felt 80s like an 80s movie but the movie mm-hmm. never was like a, their own it was always, it never turned into more anything more than a Frankenstein of other yeah. 80s movies. Well, maybe there's supposed story. to be some other layer of nuance that we're not hitting. Like, because Char- Charlie, as an old lady, is telling the story yeah. to, uh, to her grandchildren. 
So maybe like you're supposed to start questioning that she's conflating the their adventure with adventures she grew up watching. Ooh, making it more making it more um outstanding of a storytell. Right. You know? Well, I think the whole thing with the gods does I don't think that's from anything how there's these two gods. No, that, and that was pretty destroyed. particular. But it's pretty specific Egyptian that mythologies that we may not know because I know in um in Sesame Street's Don't Eat the Pictures. Whoa! Shout like out a, to Sesame a, Street. Buckle up, listener. There was a, uh, <laughs> which is a, a a special movie that was made in the Met, I think, or the, yeah. But sure. it was uh, they're supposed to be like a prince in like one of the museum exhibits who can't go to uh, his parents in the stars in the sky. Unless he can prove to, um, I think it's Osiris, that his heart is lighter than a feather. This is Sesame Street? This is a Sesame Street movie. Don't eat the pictures. Yes. All right. Just wanted to double check that. Yeah. So he gets judged on his heart. Yeah, he gets, but he, uh, apparently there's no feather, so he can't be judged. But then Big Bird gives one of his feathers to compare his heart's weight to. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's heavy <laughs> see now even thinking like that like i understood not that i under like i i literally i definitely thought like as the whole thing was building towards these like gods that was probably my least favorite part of the whole mm-hmm. thing the the thing that's kind of based on old mythology is probably the most original of all that stuff so as i poop on all these references stuff they did do that's kind of Based on other things, I was like, eh. Don't Eat the Pictures, also an 80s movie. Maybe it is from Don't Eat the Pictures. That's totally possible. <laughs> I'm totally rethinking I mean... this now. <laughs> so they've just ripped off everything, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's spend a little time on the characters. Like, So, Dave, you kind of listen them up. All clearly very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. You know, the... The, the cool leader kid, the nerdy friend, the, the big, tough minority friend, <laughs> like the uh, the love interest and the, the annoying brother. I'm guessing that if the, the references to the 80s stuff didn't annoy you guys, the stereotypicalness of the characters mm-hmm. didn't annoy you guys at all? Uh, I liked them it, as characters. That's yeah. the, So I didn't I like, like, and they didn't like have, it wasn't like Barrett from Final I, Fantasy VII over there you know like, he wasn't like a, it wasn't just what mr t ripoff yeah like it, what, none of that was going on for any one of them mm-hmm. they were just kind of likable in their own well, way yeah. big joe's wearing like a basketball jersey it's like all right i mean yeah i mean it's just they all they all fit the cookie cutter molds of a rag Did it bother group. anyone that like that kevin had no attacks i like, love everyone that. else gets attacks i love like that. he could just like pop a, a bag they're I'm like, upset that that wasn't used in, like later in the game for like a secret. I, I, wanna, I thought it was going to be. I want to touch on that stuff. Well, let's hold that till we get to like the mechanics. I, I, but stuff. he was my favorite character, if that wasn't okay. obvious. So okay. because they were likable, you didn't care that they were just so stuck. Cookie cutter? No. Yeah. I mean, they were only cookie cutter in there, like if you describe them. But like as each character, they all were flushed out and they all got their own screen time. So I think that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it made them very easy to like. I'm, and then... a, I'm always a sucker for like characters with unique abilities and stuff like that. And and when the a game forces you to use them together like, and like puzzle stuff. Yeah, uh, I, 
And I, I think, yeah, like, and I want to get into all that stuff, but before that, like, I think for me, I, I, it made me think actually like a cabin in the woods. We're all familiar with the film. Cabin is that the movie. scary no. movie with the guy in the woods in the cabin? The, these are all elements that are involved in this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to repeat those a... same words at you. Not to, I won't spoil Cabin in the Woods, but Cabin in the Woods, I thought it was a very, very smart and interesting 21st century horror movie where it takes the tropes of a standard horror movie and plays with your expectations of what those tropes are, even with the characters. So, like, um, I don't want to get into spoilers of it, but go see it. It's a great movie. Um, but, like, that took thought about its audience as, like, a, you think of these things when you think of these type of characters but now I'm going to use that against you and I'm going to do stuff with them. You don't see coming or make reasons for why they are the way they are. Something you don't expect, but I didn't expect that from this game. Yeah. So I I think for me, like I think that was just an expectation thing. And I, I definitely thought thought, they were going to, as an indie game, they, they take bigger risks. I don't know. Like, I think this is the, the place to do it. And I agree with you guys. Like they are all likable and they are all fleshed Mm -hmm. out, but they never, I don't think anyone ever went anywhere. Interesting as characters like they went through highs and lows but they all kind of always stuck to that mold and it's again it's it's it would break the spirit of what they're trying to do with this is literally make that kind of 80s movie game type thing Mm -hmm. so they shouldn't but at the same time like i don't know for me that was a detraction because it was just like there's nothing like they're likable but i'm not invested or or intrigued by any of these people they're just i'm I'm, there uh, I, i don't know I liked them. I liked them all. I feel like they all developed. No, I like them, and I think they are developed, but they're developed, it's like, you know, an Ikea desk versus a, <laughs> as I look at my desk, an Ikea desk versus, like, an original piece of wood. It's like so, there's not there's not a lot of of real interesting tidbits that you would see something in like a, like a Naughty Dog game or something like that. Sure. Or even yeah. like, a, like a What Remains of Edith Finch. Like... They never, but at the same time, I don't know if that was their goal. No, I mean, for this game, I would say less time would have been able to be spent on story development compared to Edith Finch, because that game is all world all characters. Yeah. You know, that game is, there's nothing to do but build the world in that game. Personally. What I thought was interesting about Crossing Souls is what I felt like starting the game, seeing the aesthetic, seeing all these 80s references remind me of when I was a kid watching cartoons or whatever and and then ex- for the the plot to involve you know such mm. serious subjects of death like was i don't know i just thought that was interesting like because i thought like here we are we're taking this you know darker i don't want to say novel or youthful mm. but we have this like I, I, I you've never watched a cartoon that has such a serious subject. Absolutely that, not. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, but Unless I, it was like some sort of weird anime or something. I lined up more to movies than cartoons, but at the I, I definitely do agree with what you're saying. It's like, well, the cutscenes the, are cartoons, so I the think cartoons are cartoons. Yeah. That's fair. I'll take that back. But like this idea that I, I agree that like it definitely goes to a depth that you don't think that uh, normally one of those eighty things do, which I guess in itself is is novel. But at the same time, it's mm. like. Because that's also a part of like what the storyline is. It is these two worlds. So it's like you need... watching Goonies, but Chunk dies. Yeah, you know? which is like whoa. But Chunk and, and I... the other characters in Goonies, who I don't know the names yeah. of. Well, but... I think this is a good segue then, <laughs> where we really talk about how this game plays. 
there's so you have these five characters they each have their own abilities um different ways to traverse mm-hmm. um there is kind of once you get the, the duot and there's these two different versions of the world there's like the afterlife dead mm. place so characters who die are suddenly there but like mm. besides kevin like i thought that was something they were kind of setting themselves up to do that they to never use really the did ghosts in different ways yeah which yeah. i was a little disappointed in i don't know anyone yeah. else like, i think was... kevin's like pop fart booger move would have like he'd like become, scare the ghosts out of places he'd become an annoying person to like or annoying ghosts to scare people away yeah like that had a purpose i really yeah, i was I, w- I was hoping that would be a game mechanic there yeah. i feel like it was a missed opportunity it was for sure i think this is one of the few games when i really think about it's like you know a, a general trajectory of a game is where you start off the game with a certain amount of abilities and you keep gaining more and more and more as you go mm-hmm. on to develop to be able to solve bigger and bigger tasks this is one of the few games i can really think of where as the game goes on you actually get less and less ability yeah. And less less things you can actually do to yeah, interact you with can't the world. Rubber band yourself with jump ropes anymore because yeah. it's always unavailable to you. Right, you can't. You know, like boxes. even like fighting, like the fighting mechanics. So it's like everyone has a different way to traverse. Everyone has a different way to fight. And who was your big, favorite person to fight as? This is easy. Big Joe. Big Joe was strong, and big like Joe he could killed really the priest in one out. hit. He can yeah. take. He gets invincibility if you hold X. At the right time, like come jump. on, you can't <laughs> jump. Can't big jump. Joe can't jump. No, he's too big. And no ups. <laughs> no ups. Yeah, he wearing that basketball jersey. Horizontal. But I kind of bounced between him. I I pretty much used everybody but Matt. I didn't really yeah. like the gun a lot. Matt's like better the in the. He's he was really useful at the end of the game when well, you, you, to, you only had him and Chris. Was all he had. True. But yeah. I found the most use with him at the end of the game Definitely. with those mines. As opposed to Chris, yeah. Because, yeah. And then what when you, mines? There's, like, mines that are floating around in the... They're explosives. You didn't, oh, okay. Yeah. Like the drones like that the blow up. Sentry turret things. The little uh, yeah. doohicks. Those things. That if you touch them, you go kablammies. Yeah. Kablamis. You can shoot them from far away, and they go kablammies, but you don't go yeah. kablammies so yeah. much. And I like so Charlie. Really, Charlie's, like, wide swath attack. Yeah, I liked... My, I think most of the time I used her to fight. That's yeah. She was so weak compared to the others. She, yeah, but she could attack it, multiple enemies. Yeah. yeah. Her TPS. It's like why I like Winston. Right. <laughs> attack multiple people. Right. It's all, it's pretty good. Everything but, relates to Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And the, like with um, the health containers, like you didn't need to balance them because if one guy got hit, it's like, okay, yeah. like you don't just regain health at every battle. Kind of, yeah. so it kind of stays. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like I thought the combat was, it was fine. Like it didn't get in the way a lot. Everyone like it felt fluid. Mm. Yeah, I I kind of liked it a lot, um, mm. especially because you could in the middle of the battle just decide to experiment with somebody else. And also, if you were Swap dying, around. you could switch. Um, mm. I thought that was cool. I know it was probably a decision that they they had to go between having an upgrade system and not. I feel mm. like I always expected to get more hearts over time. Yeah, and that's what's just kind of disappointing, especially, again, when we think about the combat. Like, the combat is the most interesting in the beginning, and as you lose people, it becomes mm-hmm. not as good. Yeah. And it's well, just like, this is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, but you're also better at it. True, but it's like you, you can level do up. less. Did like, you want more of these, like, set pieces that were different, like like the Battletoads-esque uh, chase scene? Oh, yeah. The, 
with like and the airship uh, fight. Like basically, you wanted more tur- turtles and no, time I'm saying, stuff. W- did you want? I think I think it was the right amount. Where I okay. think they happened frequently enough that they were fun, but they didn't happen so frequently that mm-hmm. I was like, well, what's the real core of this gameplay? Like, what are you expecting me yeah, to do? There were miniature versions of other games that you had the final fight section yeah, where it went across. And, and to me, when that happened, I was like, oh, this is going to be the combat a few times during the game. But that was the only time you ever have that experience where it's like, go, go. And you go right and you find more dudes mm. and you're done. Um, Double dragon. Final fight. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I personally, I think I did want more of those, but uh, that also might be my, for lack of a better word, conditioning Ooh. to what I'm oh. used to with those games. Like, this is how they go. This is the kind of game it is. But it wasn't the kind of game it was. It was mm. everything from Zelda to Final Fight to Battletoads right. to other games. Yeah. And what about you, Dave, since you asked the question? No, I thought, thought there was... Uh, I think any more would have made it, like, stale... Or, yeah. or like just get on with it like i think the pacing of the game was mm-hmm. was good some of the platforming parts i could have you know i felt like it was just a little longer than it needed to be but. i actually had a lot of trouble with some segments with the, the platforming i felt like the depth perception of some things especially in the yeah. beginning when you're in the town it's like i don't know is that a building is that taller is that not yeah like, is that higher or is that yeah. not why can't i get up there the shadows could have <laughs> been used this a little bit better to help yes. you figure out what was under you and stuff like that. I mean, I, I figured it out eventually after many yeah. deaths. But it was, like, a, it was a little roadblock that could have been avoided. A little bit. And I just, like, again, like, it was cool. Like, Mac, like, okay, so Matt's got his little rocket pack and Chris has that. Charlie got that bungee thing, which I think was stupid. And the dash. Whatever. And the dash. I thought it was fun. It's fine, but it was like... It was it's the only things. thing I liked. Was like, it I, I hated, like, having to use the hover boots. I hated that. They were a little tricky. I love those. But it was it was different. It was very. It was different, but like, there were certain instances where like you had to use them to like go around a, yeah. a railing. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, this is gameplay for gameplay's sake or whatever. I'm like, this is. Yeah, it, it annoys me sometimes when it's like a. A thing that you could obviously do in real life, but because of the rules of the game, I can't do it. Right. No, you know I told like, oh, I, totally I can't push a box from that angle. That's stupid. Like, yeah. I have to. It's only these four corners, and the way I, I can't pull it. Or could he pull? I don't even know. You can Which only pull, pull or push. He can pull, pull or push, push but, but he, he can't, can't like shove it sideways. Yeah, right. I'm sure, like like Link. Which actually, that actually brings me to a big point. So besides fighting and traversing, there's puzzles. Yeah. And how do we feel about the puzzles? Like, there's only one puzzle that I completely <laughs> wanted to throw my computer out the window for this game. And that was the checkerboard mine puzzle. Yeah. And I still can't tell you, I know what the solution is. And I know I understand what did I was trying to do. I did look it up. I had, it's okay. the only puzzle I looked up in a video game in maybe like four years. And, um, I just don't know what they were trying to get I, me to I do. Had to look- I had to look it up too. I understand the explanation. I'm the only one that did a look it up. I'm so proud. Wait, you? Yeah. Th- all right. So, Mark, first of all, let me explain what the puzzle is to our fair I, listener, and then I'll have you I'm tell sorry. us how you solved it. The puzzle is you have a checkerboard in a mine, and there's symbols on the wall behind it. One of them is dropped. I'm sure that's relevant. And then in another room, there's a map with it's symbols right, on it's it. It's the same room. It's just like that. Well, it's like a room within the room. Yeah. And then that map has its symbols on it with numbers and directions and you have to figure out what tile to blow up off of this. Yeah, the dropped one is still there in the room though. You know which one it is. No, but what does that mean? 
I don't understand why anything. it's dropped. Well, yeah, it's just, it, it just, it's just old. Little... It fell over time. So the it information that I had was that I was grasping at straws because I thought that meant something. No, I no, think it, it, it was anything. just one little roadblock to kind of prevent. But yeah. like, okay, so Mark, the, what did you do to solve this? I stood there for a very long time. And then eventually once I realized, like I knew pretty quickly, it was like, okay, so these are the directions I need to go yeah. to find the spot. But it's like, where do you start? Right. And the biggest yeah. thing that took me to is like, there's only one place. There's obvious There's only one points. place where you can follow those steps and still end up on the board. Yeah. And th- that was it took me the longest to kind of figure that out but then there was yeah. like okay so it has to be this one and then i what did the plus mean it means oh. add those two numbers together <laughs> you're oh. a programmer <laughs> uh, it I means add program for a living there's a difference. four plus three equals seven that's what it's it true. means oh, dude, you got I, it i thought four plus, plus. i'm like four. what do you plus yeah, four plus then the number after it oh boy well so, yeah Besides that, there's like yeah. dialogue puzzles. Like I remember with the whole Back to the Future area, like you got to talk to people to find the date. That so wasn't they were, fun. They were okay, yeah. but like again, it was one of those things. It was like with the two different worlds, mm-hmm. like you're crossing over to them. Like I just thought as the game went on, I wanted to see those get more intricate and the and like they just because of the death of the characters, but then they don't mm-hmm. like where the story ended up. Like, it just doesn't get more complex and more interesting. It kind of, literally, I think the most interesting parts of the game are, like, the beginning to middle. And the second half is not as good. Because you can't do as much. The thing that kind of surprised me, and I'm, again, this is one of those gameplay mechanics I'm sure they had on the table and they took out for a reason. But the duo, probably time. you could basically stay with. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to worry you, about keeping you it on. You go in the ghost realm and you stay with the ghost. You could just stay with the ghost realm, and that's yeah. where all the secrets are. Like, yeah. So why wouldn't you just stay there? Why right. Wouldn't, yeah. The enemies you can't see them unless you're there. So it's yeah. Like, right, yeah. It, it, there's no. It, there's no benefit of not using the duot. Right. Yeah. But it was like if you did play the whole game keeping it on, when you eventually do lose possession of it, you're like, oh, I can't speak to my friends. I can't use them for any puzzles yeah. and right, i can't right. see any cool like you know confederate warrior dudes or whatever just confederate warrior dudes. i guess they're not cool whatever <laughs> but you know civil war dress people my hero the confederate <laughs> no <laughs> you heard it here no please god Dan loves confederate sweet at dan omac <laughs> anyway um, so yeah so just start start pulling this together i feel like i i think just kind of reflecting on this conversation, I think I, it sounds like I'm the most negative of the three of us. I dislike this game. Like I thought it was fine. I thought mm-hmm. it, the combat and traversing were solid. I thought the, like even when you find the solid snake box, like I giggled. Like it, Wait, what? Oh, yeah, the giant box. And it was like, bring. Oh, you didn't find it, Dan. Oh, you didn't find it. Where it, was like a, it was like in a back, right back. It was like in a bottom, right. Bottom, corner, right. Yes. Somewhere. <laughs> During um during like, a sneaking scene, but like when you go in there, it makes like the Metal Gear bring sound, yeah. and like there's an enormous box, and then like if you go up to it, someone's like, I don't think it would be believable if we tried to hide in this thing or whatever. <laughs> right, and you know like and I pooped a lot. It wouldn't be practical. All the references, but like whenever I noticed them, I was like, oh, they're doing this. That's something. Like I didn't have like a yeah. negative reaction, but I think just as reflecting on it, I thought this game. If the goal of this game was to create something that could like act as an homage to all those movies, mission accomplished. I just don't think that was a goal that I thought was particularly interesting or something I wanted to express. Okay. 
I think. That's fair. Personally. Well, so your favorite reference was the Metal Solid thing? I kind of want to get My everybody's favorite Favorite references? reference? Yeah, um, that they did. The one that no, made you... I think I liked the Vigo one actually more. Yeah? I think about because I have a soft spot for you're allowed to like the vehicle when I was just asking the vehicle but what about you Dan I thought it was fun fighting oh. Vigo I also like the Vigo it was part. a fun it was a fun I thought all the boss battles were pretty it was good it one of the hardest fights in the game I would say I thought Oros was way hard and you know what oh. annoyed me about that really? Oros fight really did you use the bombs on Oros I did not did oh my help? gosh you're good at video See, that's games that's why they, they give you like a ton of bombs they give you bombs it takes three bombs to kill them I just and felt like I could never time it out right no, all, here's what's annoying. I figured this well, out. Well, when he and goes to I, do the ground pound, you just do it right before. Yeah, that. you can run right. away from him while he's attacking you, and he misses yeah. you, and then the last one, you just do the bomb and dash away, and you're done. See, what yeah. really stunk about that is because when you die in that boss fight, you have to watch that cutscene over that, and over, and, yeah. and I probably had to do it like five or six times. They could have like, really oh. benefited from a skip button. Well, yes, to me, that's ridiculous. Mars like, I had trouble with this fight. It took me five or six times. When I say, like, I had trouble with this fight, I'm like, it took me like 20 times yeah. to lose. Oh, no. Absolutely. It took me like 20 times to beat that damn bullet hell If part. I have... If I have to play anything more than twice, it's giving me trouble. Wait, so That's you beat Ulrus without using the bombs? The bombs. That took, took you forever. Because you yeah. just yeah, you don't do that much damage to him. You just ship you away at him. You just gotta like, keep moving. It's really just keep moving. That was how I. I that anyway. that annoying. That's like Final a four-minute fight. Top. We're wrapping this. You up. You didn't like realize Bowing that like it. leading up to that fight, they just keep kept giving you bombs. I like literally never use bombs throughout the game. No, that's you use like the 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 flash stuff ever no barely i mean i did but it was like i i actually in the fight leading up to oris i used the flashes because there was yeah so, i used to have that fight with all like, the people as well yeah but like before then like i like never back. used them we'll pull it back we're, we're wrapping anyway. this up yes we're done Dan, all right final word i like this game a lot uh i think it was fun i i had very few issues with it that that took me uh off guard you know what i'm saying like i didn't really mm-hmm. have any complaints i think that's the phrase i wanted to use the best reference was not the DeLorean, although it was good. I think it was a little wasted because they could have just kept it parked in the garage and then that's it. Like, oh, look, there it is. Nope, they had to make it a whole scene. That was annoying. Was it the baby? It was the baby. carriage? Uh, for, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That whole Ghostbusters 2 scene? No, it's like... No, um, it was like Dem- Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's oh, I didn't baby. get that reference. I thought that was all part of <laughs> Ghostbusters. Um, nope. What would be my favorite reference? You I don't know. Post the question. I don't know. Yeah, I did, and I never thought about it. We'll come back to you, Dave. Yeah, go for it. Final word. It's like a B minus. Yeah, it's a game. A, that's I, I my can... college uh, GPA. Uh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> B minus. It's a Dano Mac in college. There I am. <laughs> All right. Boom. No? Crossing it's, souls. It's like there were it. It probably had more promise if like they could have gotten the combat a little bit more interesting. I think if you're but, really into the 80s, you'll love this. But I think it was a fun game. I think it, I yeah. had a good time playing it. It was fun. It was like a B minus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can't think of any references I liked a lot. Well, I'll give you a reference right now. It's, reference it's time me. for the Trivial Taste Maker. Just gurgling into the That's thing. great content. All three totally. of us. Bum. Uh, scoreboard as it stands today. Uh, Mark one, Dave one, yes. Dan zero. Wait, what? Yes. I like it better when you say I'm in the lead. 
That's okay. One, maybe tonight you'll be tied. Maybe you'll tie it up. Yay! Well, you kind of already know it's coming because there's prep work involved for this. So yep. tonight's tastemaker is. Why mine. do I have all these papers? They just it's... showed up on my desk when I came to my room to record. Because it's coming back, boys and girls. It is Listen. time for timeline. Oh. Da, 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 da. Speaking of time travel. Time travel. You want to hear See something my... funny? Sure. Most of the way through recording, I realized I only had nine pieces of paper. <laughs> Even though I went out of my way. I did. I did. (laughs) But (laughs) I was like, for a while there, I was like, what am I going to do? I only (laughs) used four pieces of paper and I ripped them in thirds. Oh, snap. I hate trees. Well, I'm saving saving lives. Well, just in case you're a new listener, how Timeline works is I have in a small pencil case games from 1985 to 2017. Actually, I don't think. No, it should be up to this year. 2018. And I'm going to pull them out randomly, and each gentleman will have to create a timeline in the correct order of the games as they are pulled. Um, if one of them puts it in the improper place, the other person will get a chance to steal, and the first person with a timeline of 10 wins. Beautiful. Any, qu- any questions before we start? Um, so what is the deal? Like, we have to say whether or not that, that was before or after the other things? Yeah, oh, we are. I remember. I remember. Let's just keep... Let's do it. We'll do it on the fly. I remember. Yeah, we'll do it, we, we'll do we it got live. It. <laughs> All right, Dan, I'm going to let you go first because you have zero points. That's cool. Thanks. Really good. The Love the pity. <laughs> All right. So... Are these the same ones from last time? <laughs> yeah, but I have, like, 115 in here. So okay. some Wait, you repeats. wrote them all down? I typed yeah. them and then I cut them out. <laughs> All right, did Dan, you knew about the game. ones from last time? No, that's all in here. Okay, that's Dan, all I wanted to know. Dan, your first game is Echo the Dolphin. Oh. It is 1992. Dave, is your starting point. That's your Wait, starting point. Are you supposed to? Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah. Right, Dave, your first game is uh, Tomb Raider, 1996. It's Tom Brader. Tom Brader. Tom Brader. All right, Dan, your first guest now needs to. Ooh. 96 Tomb, Tomb Raider came out? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Dan, your first game, Maniac Mansion. Before. I have to go back. To the oh. mansion. To the mansion. Dan, you are correct. Mansion, Maniac Mansion came out mm-hmm. 1987. Hold on, Dave. I gotta write it really nice. What, what year? 1987. 1987. Just like. You're two years you. old. Babbling, babbling away. Dave. Dave. Crushed it. Oh. Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> oh, it's it's after Tomb Raider. <laughs> you are what correct. Where is it, though? Don't you have to get it right? Oh, yeah, yeah you do. He got it. Got he it. nailed it. So we are both even right now. Wait. What's the year? Oh, I'm sorry. 2017. Really? Yeah. Mario Odyssey. Didn't the one out. that just came out. No. Like that was what? Dan. Yeah? Secret of Mana. Ooh, this will be a little tricky. It's a tough one. Hold How on. How old is Secret of Mana? Did it come before Maniac Mansion? Between Maniac Mansion and Echo the Dolphin? Or after Echo the Dolphin? It came out after Echo. You are correct. Oh, yeah. Echo the Dolphin, Night Echo the Dolphin. Secret of Mana, 93. The next year. Wow. Next I, year. I was thinking it was much later. Nope. So I'm it's glad pretty, that I was, like, so sure. <laughs> fun fact, Secret of Mana, you can find Santa Claus. In the North Pole. In the North Pole. Where Just else started. would he be? 
I don't know. That's a great question. Can't believe you would even suggest that he would be elsewhere. Dave, Final Fantasy VII. Yes. When did it come out? You can't just say yes. <laughs> That's not I an mean, answer. I mean, I can. <laughs> um, seven came out before Tomb Raider. That is incorrect. <gasps> yeah, Damn. Would you like to add Final Fantasy VII to your timeline? I w- Wait, hold on. <laughs> well, yeah, right? It came out in 97. I don't know. You tell me. No, I wasn't asking. Well, you, I can't answer that question. I you have to tell me where in your timeline it will Oh, on uh, my timeline. Well, if he says seven, 97 and he's right, then... It I came out after it. Secret of Mana. That is correct. It came out 1997. <laughs> I hate you so much. Like, if I could pick one person to say that I hate a lot, it's you right now. All right. I'm Dave. sorry. I'm sorry that's recorded now. I love you. He loves you. Dave, Uncharted 2. That's tough. That's a tough one. Uncharted <laughs> tough. 2? Not with his timeline. Yeah. That's after Tomb Raider. Oh. It is after mind. Tomb Raider. That was close. That was very 2009 close. was that one. Oh, man. Daniel. Yeah. Night Trap. Oh, God. This is weird. This is a weird one. It came out. Night Trap came out. Before Maniac Mansion. Before Maniac Mansion? Oh, well, clearly not. No. <laughs> it did not come out before Maniac Mansion. It came out before Tomb Raider. <laughs> it did. All right. Came out in 1992. Looks like we're... It's a CD-based game. Came looks out before like Maniac Mansion. Meets, I thought it was Laserdisc game. That's why I said that. 92. Uh, looks like it meets back on your menu, Dave. Seriously. I always uh, reference that scene from Lord of the Rings. I don't know why. So wait, do I keep to the normal thing? I forgot. Yeah. We, okay. Yeah, we're, just keep going. We're going right. to tell you when we have Dave. a Yahtzee or whatever this is. Me. Mortal Kombat. The first one. Mortal Kombat. After Night Trap before Tomb Raider. After Night Trap before Tomb Raider. Here's the tricky thing. It is also 92. So we're going to have to go by months. Mm-hmm. Night Trap. He's not even questioning it. Well, I have I'm to look it up. write it down. After Night Trap before Tomb Raider, huh? Night Trap mm-hmm. came out because I got to go by months. October '92. Ooh, that's rough because more Kombat mm-hmm. came out in the summer. Uh, I lost it. I'm wrong. Wait, what did you say? Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Mortal Kombat now Dan can't steal this one though, right? Because we're like it's the same year, so I mean he knows the year now. Well, I want to see where it is. I'm saying. When I'm wrong. You've pretty much given all of the information I need. Oh my god, they both came out in October. I gotta give it to you. <laughs> I gotta give it to you. What day? The 8th. And then both of them? I didn't look at the date for the other one. I'm giving it to Dave. I'm, I'm just interested in the days now. Which one came out first, actually? I think, I think Mortal Kombat was by a week. Gosh. God. So I was wrong by a week, is what so you're what saying? So what game was you just going to say? I'm going to give it to you. So I'm going to put it wherever you want to yeah, put it. Yeah, it came out the week, the week after Night Trap. No, don't give it to me. Just... It's but fine, I'm but just s- don't. Dan can't steal because we just said the exact date. All right, we're this is how we play with the rules, baby. Here we go. Keep going. It's, it's only fair. I don't want to win on a technicality. Dan he wants to crush me in his golden own. eye. I had ten the whole time. Nope. <laughs> golden <laughs> eye. Golden eye came out in 1994 after Secret of Mana, before Final Fantasy VII. 
After Secret Mana, before... Goldeneye came out in 94. Bullshit. <laughs> it was on the 64. Yeah, which came out in... The oh, which came out in 1999. He might... Dave is absolutely correct. But, but I think it was launch title. I don't have to call the year. It was not. I just got to be right about... It was a... Yes, it was. It came... I'm going to tell you right now... Goldeneye was told... As someone who did not own a Nintendo 64... Goldeneye came out after Tomb Raider, but before Uncharted 2. What did I say? After Secret Mana, before Final Fantasy VII? So, yeah. what did you, where'd you say? After Secret Mana, before 19... Before... After before, Secret Mana, before... Before Final 97, Fantasy after 93. It, that is correct. It okay. came what? out... Yeah. 97, it, and it came out a month before Final Fantasy VII. Stop. How can it come out a month before 19... Before Final Fantasy VII? Final Fantasy VII came out January 31st, 1997. That's not what my thing says. Wait, this what are you looking at, Mark? Well, is maybe I'm looking like, at the Japanese date. Is it like a PC release you're looking at right now? No. Where, where are your sources? International. Oh, I was looking at international. You're absolutely correct, Dave. Take it back. Great. Zoop. Great. <laughs> So, Dave, where does it belong? I said after Tomb Raider, before Uncharted 2. Great. I'm going to give it to Dave. <laughs> he scares me. Great. <laughs> By the way, zero winces out of Dave from his... Seriously, I was expecting some... Because he's got adrenaline thing. going through his veins now. He's not even Wait, thinking about his it? leg. It's Dave's turn? Cause he's yeah. Dave. It's Dave the Conqueror's turn. Assassin's Creed 2. Farts. It's so easy for him. Oh, AC2. Oh, no, never mind. Not. That's not that easy. Um, I should have put it AC2 came out after Uncharted 2. Whoa. Ah, no. Hmm. 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 Hold on. Let me seek the Think about where you mind. were. I'm going to say it came out before Uncharted 2 and after GoldenEye. After Uncharted 2, wait, before... I said before You're not Uncharted paying attention. 2. Well, I'm looking up the, the months. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're saying after GoldenEye, but before Uncharted 2? Mm -hmm. That is incorrect. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here and take a, take a guess. Oh, yours is easy. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2 came out after Final Fantasy 7. This is true. Dave, when did AC2 come out? AC2 came out November 2009. Oh. Uh, Uncharted came out, I think, October. Oh. Tough. October it was 13th. tough. It was tough. Only for what, what year is that? Just so I have it. Oh, that's 2009? Sorry. Yeah, 09. I was just Damn. finishing college. Final Fantasy. The original. Go on. Oh. Uh, oh, God. You got some old games there. Oh. Well, it's a Nintendo game. I know this. Oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Before... No. 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 Mm. Mm. After Maniac Mansion. And, and before what? And before Echo the Dolphin. You are correct. Okay. F it came out also 1987, but it came out in December. Maniac Mansion came out uh, October. What year? 1987? 1987. And Chris wow. Gorbord, Dan 6, Dave 5. That's Dave, not true. Your game is. I have 6. Uh, mixing it around. I'm a lefty, so I just hit the microphone. Ooh, Dave, Tech Mobile. Oh. <laughs> that came out before Night Trap. That did. 
1987. That's my oldest game. Was another so. Tecmo Bowl game. How many games did you put in the same year? Every year has like 10 games. And you didn't write down the months, huh? I did not think that I needed to. <laughs> it's like, what were the odds? In a future rendition of this game. Every I time I've ever thought, what are the odds? I find they are very high. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah, what's up? Your game is... Beep, beep, beep. Ooh, Perfect Dark. Oh, no. Oh, wait. GoldenEye's not on my list anymore. It's true. No, GoldenEye's on Dan, Dave's list. So you don't have gold. Don't confuse us. It's racist. Your games are Maniac Mansion, 1987. Final Fantasy, 1987. Echo the Dolphin, 92. Secret Amanda, 93. This game came out after Final Fantasy VII, but before Assassin's Creed. This is true. Okay. Perfect yes. Dark came out 2000. Perfect Dark is the Golden Eye Engine. It's true. Yeah, it's made by Rare. So In the year if you 2000. thought if you thought what year that is you this? had Golden Eye, why would you even compare? Why would you even confuse the two? Ouch. I'm sorry, Suter number one? What was the... 2000? 2000. Thank, thank, thank you. I'm sorry, I'm trying to Why focus on... Why do you on... keep your socks on when you're making Whoopi? <laughs> he <laughs> hates that. <laughs> like a chocolate-covered pretzel. I had chocolate Dave, all over my hands game? today. Silent Hill 2. Oh, wow. Oh, the most wow. famous of the Silent Hills. Did you guys beat this um, one? No, I never played it. It's After GoldenEye, yeah. but before Uncharted 2. Absolutely. 2001 was Silent Hill 2. I'm glad you got that one, because I... Would, would not, not have gotten that one because I did not have Silent Hill. This is tricky, Dan. You ready? Don't tell me it's tricky. Yoshi's Island. Stupid game. I beat that on my stream and I hated it because the emulator <laughs> kept blowing up get on me. Get that baby. Gotta get that baby. It's <laughs> a Super Nintendo. That's a 64 game. I know that. Nope. Yes, it is. No, don't Yoshi. tell him. Oh, no, no. You're right. Shenanigans. Yoshi's, no, you're right, right. Yeah, I, I call shenanigans too on that one. You might want to pick a different game now. Uh, <laughs> you gave me too much information because I was totally thinking of Yoshi's story. Oh, that's true. All right. Let me pick a different game. Shenanigans. I can't believe you just shenanigans all, right. all over me. <laughs> 96. 96. Okay. Well, you didn't have to tell us. Nope. I The game I pulled was 96. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Are you having a breakdown? <laughs> you just said the year instead of the game. I have like 50 games. All right, here we go. Ready, Dan? Mark's having a no reason breakdown. Everything's Mirror's, going fine. Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge is a wonderful game that mm -hmm. came out after Assassin's Creed 2. That's incorrect. Yeah. Darn. After Silent Hill 2, but before Uncharted 2. You are correct, Dave. It is That's 2008. Oh, it's a launch game for. Yeah, the... but I didn't play it till I got GameFly. Dave, you are two away. Who's what was the, the year? When it? Two thousand eight. Don't tell him. I need to. I need to keep my timeline in order. Don't tell him. Uh, is it Dave's turn? Dave's no, Dave it just. Is. Totally... I just stole. Oh, okay. So oh, Dan, you can Dan's go two. Yeah, I, I go. That was your turn. <laughs> now it's Dave's turn. And then I stole your answer, and Dave. now I go. A criminally overrated game, Metal Gear Solid. Joking. Well, I okay. Would have left the podcast. Joking. joking. Just joking. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, is, you're serious? Why, That's my question. Why don't you just say the year to remark? It's all year. I'm waiting. Ooh, uh, Metal Gear Solid. I could tell you where I was when this game came. What he was wearing. I could tell you who I was with. <laughs> 
Um, see, I played it late. I played it until I didn't play it until it was the greatest hits. I'm I don't know. I it's I was a late PlayStation owner. Greatest hits. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was after GoldenEye, but before Silent Hill Two. <sighs> He's on fire right now. He's on fire. It is true. It is 1998. Everything about this moment is unhappiness for me. This is interesting. The people I'm with, and what Dan. I'm doing. Are you ready, Dan? I'm I'm waiting for you to, yeah. Overwatch. <sighs> This is the game you're gonna give me a gimme with. Oh, well, this is what it pulled. I don't control what gets pulled. I read yeah, but the, the fates years. controlled what you pulled, and it came out. My joke response. This is my joke nope. response. No, nope. okay, I don't fine. want your joke response. I was gonna. Response. I'll say the answer is after Assassin's Creed Two. This is true. Just a bit, it but it really my first answer was gonna be before Maniac Mansion because you know. Nope, it's not true. Over what? 2017? Dave. 16. Thank you. He just Three, six. Dave, you get <laughs> this. And also I have a tattooed on my eyelids. This is it. Are you ready? Don't yeah. blow it. Red Dead Redemption. He's gonna nah, he's gonna get it. Oh wait. He might not. Red Dead Redemption came out after Uncharted 2 before uh, Super Mario Odyssey. That is correct. Oh yeah, that's a huge winner of a silver monkey point. Dave Grimma. I want to keep They're going. I have two weeks. more. I want to keep going. Well, uh, we're done. No, it's fun. <laughs> I literally have, look, look at my screen. I have papers just everywhere. All what right, year well, was Redemption? 2010. 2010. 2010. Mm. Same year as Mass Effect 2. Another amazing mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I am filled with chagrin. I'm sorry, Dan. The game I pulled and read you the year was Crash Bandicoot. The date is the June 20th, 2018. <laughs> Dave Grimm's birthday on which I allowed him to win the Trivial Taste <laughs> Thanks, Maker. Buddy. I'm going to keep, next time I do timeline, I'm going to make sure I write the months. You're going to add all the months? Yeah, do that months. favor for yourself because I if will. you've got multiple, anyway. Anyway. Dave, well, good job, good show. It was quite the spar. It's probably our most. <laughs> it didn't burst out in pain, which is I'm thankful for. Well, I, I do have a question. Perhaps it's time we rolled to see what our next game would be. It's not a oh, question. It's more of yeah. a command. Um, no, Ooh. the question is perhaps, oh. and someone can respond with perhaps not. I the question would be what game are we playing next? And perhaps, would be like, perhaps I'd like me. to know what game we're playing next. I would like to know what game. We have left on the docket Celeste, Florence, and Rhyme. All one word games. Let it be speaking words of wisdom. Rhyme. I Let hope it it's... Rhyme? I'm actually fine with all three I of think, them. Because you beat them all. I beat two of the three. Which one, one? Did you beat Rhyme? You beat Rhyme. I did beat Rhyme. I remember I the emojis I got when you beat that game. I'm not going to say anything how I felt when I beat that game. But then I haven't beat Florence, but Florence is a quickie. So. Did you use a machine to beat Florence, the video game? I haven't beat it yet. That's the one I have not beat. Well. Oh, the machine's starting. Oh, I've started the machine. And the game is... Oh, 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 Celeste. I missed it. It cut out of for me. Celeste? Oh. Celeste. It's Celeste. 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 Is that, can we confirm that the word from the scene is Celeste? <laughs> yes. Celeste. Um, I, who picked Celeste? Is it me? It's Dan. You did. Or Dan did. Dan, Dan did. picked it. It was Dan, me, Dan Colonna. What do you know about Celeste? I know that I'm halfway through it, and I have no reason not to beat it, and I know that it's a platformer which takes place on a mountain called Celeste. 
Prediction: Dan will not beat Celeste. It's hard. This game is hard. It's, it's, and hard. it's got like that completionist thing where you're like, I could go get the strawberry. Well, whatever. We'll talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. again. <laughs> but that will be next time. For this time, mm-hmm. listener, you've done it again. Thank you for all you've done. Leave us any comments, any positive reviews. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can check us out at the usual SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, you can reach out to us on our Facebook group. We're always gabbing up like gals and gents and sure. YouTube where we're showing some goofy, goofy vids or there yeah. always is Twitter. Yeah. Watch Dino. us play. Yeah. We yeah, just started play. playing deadly redemption. Wait, deadly premonition. Deadly, <laughs> deadly, premonition. deadly, deadly redemption. redemption. <laughs> He's got red dead redemption on the brain. I'm so upset. It's, it's, getting about it. it's a little upsetting, but you can also connect with us on Twitter at dino underscore machines. I'm at macro Craig. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at your house right now. No, I'm at Dano Mac. <laughs> and Very creepily. You can find me on all the stuff. And I'm right behind you. <laughs> Creepers. Thank you so right. much for listening. Without the podcast, we'd just be talking to each other. And that's miserable. Big kisses. Right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.